Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 285, December 13th, 2019. It was 53 degrees on this day in 1891, and it was as low as 21 below on this day in 1917. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production. Chris Reavers, director of social media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. The mayor's office was particularly busy this morning. It was overrun with constituents. It was. And uh, much material. And uh, the people who couldn't get in to see me, I told them to wait for me at the NAC Hardware and Lounge, where some of them still are. And I have much material that must be covered in the interest of saving this great nation and Gumption County, of which Garage Logic is the seat. You know how counties came to be? Do you know why there are 87 counties in Minnesota? I don't how? know why. I think it had something to do with every resident of a state had to be within 100 miles of a courthouse. I think that's how they were formed. Huh. Hmm. I could be wrong. Hmm. I'm not often. Uh, Scott, Matura, <laughs> Scott Matura, executive chef at Bucks out in Montana. This is our intolerant left. Our media and loud far left have created what you might call the Henry Ford form of tolerance. You can do whatever... Say whatever, support whomever, or wear whatever you want, as long as it's the same as us. Where was the driver? Where were the other students to help the boy? The video is infuriating. He's referring to a a video that's on some of the interwebs about a 14-year-old kid in Miami who was getting pummeled because he had a hat on supporting Donald Trump. He's getting pummeled. You can have any color you want, Henry Ford said, as long as it's black. Today is Friday the 13th. That's never bothered me. That's never bothered me. It's lucky. I think if it bothers you, you have triskaidekaphobia. Yes. Mm-hmm. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, is it? No, it's Paris Kevagi. But I did get. I don't know what it's called. I thought it was it's, triskaidekaphobia. It is. it is. Arachnophobia is um, <clears throat> spiders. Spiders, and that one's thirteen. I did find a brief moment of curiosity uh, in the hustle and bustle of of the mayor's office above the boathouse in the east shore of. Spoon Lake this morning. I did uh, have a bit of curiosity as why this is a big deal. Well, 12 is considered a complete number. There's 12 months, 12 hours on a clock, 12 zodiac signs, 12 eggs in a dozen, 12 days of Christmas. Oh, God, we're not going there again. (laughs) And 13, the number that follows, is considered unusual or lopsided. Judas, for example, was the 13th guest at the Last Supper. Uh, Friday the 13th is thought to be the day when Cain killed his brother Abel. And the fear of uh, Friday the 13th is a cultural phenomenon that is widespread. And uh, that's all I'll say about it, because I think it's a bunch of B as in B, S as in S. Although you'll note in hotels, you rarely see a 13th floor. I was just at South Point Casino in Vegas. No 13th floor. I uh, wouldn't know, because I rarely stay in hotels that have more than three floors. Well, you're a man after my own heart, because I can't stand to be on an upper floor. I think it's for different reasons for Kenny. What was it? You like to be able to drive your truck right to the front door? Yeah, I turn around and back my truck right up to the hotel room door. In terms of the climate, the temperature, what's it supposed to be? Deep solar minimum on the verge of an historic milestone. The sun is currently in the midst of a deep solar minimum, and it, ha- and it is about to reach a historic milestone. So far this year, the sun has been blank, 
meaning no visible sunspots, for 266 days. And barring any surprises, it will reach 269 days early next week, which will be the quietest year in terms of sunspots since 1913, when the sun was spotless for 311 days. In fact, the current stretch of consecutive spotless days has reached 29, and for the year, the sun has been blank 77% of the time. Solar minimum is a normal part of the 11-year sunspot cycle, but the last one and the current one have been far deeper than most. One of the consequences of a solar minimum is a reduction of solar storms, and another is the intensification of cosmic rays. This just-ended solar cycle 24 turned out to be one of the weakest in more than a century, continuing a weakening trend that began in the 1980s. And if the latest latest forecasts are correct, the next solar cycle will be the weakest in more than 200 years. One of the natural impacts of decreasing solar activity is the weakening of ambient solar wind and its magnetic field, which in turn allows more and more cosmic rays to penetrate the solar system. Galactic cosmic rays are high-energy particles originating from outside the solar system that can impact the Earth's atmosphere. Uh, But the intensity varies globally, and uh, it's getting cooler. Not warmer. Not warmer. What are we talking about again? There's no no (laughs) sun activity. The sun is is in a lazy phase. The sun is just sitting around. You know what I'm saying? Minnesota has 87 (laughs) counties because as residents moved across the state, they kept petitioning the legislature to make them new counties. People wanted to be close to county seats because that's where the services, the law, the courts, etc. were. And landowners wanted a county seat in their town because it increased the value of their property. The legislature still has the option of creating more counties, though since doing so would necessitate changing the borders of one or more of the existing counties, a vote of residents would have to be taken. Well, I was somewhat on the right track. You were. Um, uh, by the way, you know what our last one was? Uh, I don't know what our most recent Gumption. county. Wasn't it Gumption? Well, that's true. You're right. Gumption. Uh, the second to the yes. most recent what? one. 1922 when we created Lake of the Woods really? County. Huh. Really? As recently as 22. Huh? Really? On point, 2019. Do we have one for 2020? Former Minnesota <laughs> Lieutenant Governor Michelle Fishbach has announced that she's for, uh, forming a conservative squad alongside three other Republican women running for seats in the U.S. House. Fishbach, who is campaigning to unseat Democrat Colin Peterson in Minnesota's 7th District, appeared on Fox and Friends Thursday with three other Republican hopefuls who say they want to push back against socialism in America. They promoted a website for fundraising. Well, go girls! This is good! The conservative squad is a direct response to the group of progressive congresswomen known as the squad, which captured headlines over the summer as President Donald Trump repeatedly attacked its members, including Minnesota Representative Ilhan Omar. Some squad members uh, identify as Democratic Socialists. Fishbach criticized Democrats uh, and wants to, uh, wants to form a conservative squad. The other members of the conservative squad are Jessica Taylor, running for Alabama's 2nd District, Nancy Mace, running for South Carolina's 1st District, and Beth Van Dune running for the uh, Texas 24th District. Fishbach is a former Minnesota state senator. She became lieutenant governor after former Governor Mark Dayton appointed his lieutenant governor, Tina Smith, to the U.S. Senate following the resignation of Al Franken. Uh, what well, She must have gotten the lieutenant gig as a matter of seniority then because she's not of the same party as Dayton, Right. Right. I uh, thought we liked Colin Peterson. There was something I don't do. remember the circumstances around that, but I remember it being different. 
And speaking of fighting socialism, I personally, as the mayor of Gumption County, I'm sorry, the mayor of Garage Logic, uh, I'm delighted that Boris Johnson beat Jeremy Corbyn in the UK. Corbyn is Elizabeth Warren squared. And I think it's a repudiation of global socialism. I, I think that there's great hope to believe that socialism is not going to gain a purchase on the on the Western world. Well, he won by a mile. He too. did, and it was thought to not be that case. It was thought to be very tight. It turned Boy, out. Boy, isn't to be. that funny? How they uh, they had said it's going to be tight, tight race, tight race, tight race. See how out of touch the media was when the people came to vote. Well, and 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 typical of the this, the progressive socialists. Uh, the, the so-called elite and the entertainment class and the celebrities, they all went to Corbin because they're all wealthy enough to pretend they're liberal. And they're all doing that in this country. You know, Elizabeth mm -hmm. Warren gains the support of celebrities and Bernie Sanders gains the support of celebrities. And if it plays out here the way it did in the UK, uh, the socialists are not going to fare well. Right. Yeah. They're not going to fare well. Nor should they. No, they shouldn't. So do you think it was bad reporting, or do you think it was uh, um, intentional misleading reporting? It was probably hopeful that it was going to be tight. Okay. Uh, Boris Johnson's Conservative Party has won a thumping majority of seats in Britain's parliament, a decisive outcome to a Brexit-dominated election that, sh that should allow Johnson to plan to take the U.K. out of the European Union next month. I stopped trying to follow Brexit. I'm glad I'm not the only one because I, I, I stopped. I, I couldn't. Uh, I they, it was it. one day this, the next day this, a right. new vote, a second vote, a third vote. I stopped. Some I can't people follow. loved it. Some people hated it. The next day, the same people hated it. The same people and loved it. it was, then I read yeah. a piece. Uh, yes, I believe it was yesterday or the day before that said, uh, no matter who wins here, uh, we're doomed because of their plan, uh, their spending plans. Mm -hmm. uh, Boris was going to spend a whole bunch of money. And uh, who's the other guy? Jeremy Corbyn. Corbyn. Corbyn was going to spend a whole bunch of money times 10. Right. You know, He's so, Elizabeth Warren Square. Right. But uh, a lot of those cases, too, of those you know uh, polls that show who you're going to vote for, most people that actually show up to the polling place that vote the way that you saw yesterday, mm -hmm. they don't take part in those pre-election polls because they have other things to do, like work. J-O-Bs. Uh, was there any polling ahead of time? I thought oh, there, sure was. there was. Uh, Jeremy Clarkson has had his fun over the years with Boris when Boris was the mayor of London. And, you know, Boris can get on board the whole green movement of reducing traffic in London and Clarkson. That's when they did some episodes where they raced by bike, boat, and car right. to see who could get to the airport the fastest. And I think they put Boris in a uh, affordably priced car, and he was just the worst driver oh, yeah. they ever had. <laughs> Here's another example of why Trump will be reelected. Once again, courtesy of nitwits who are hoping to have the opposite effect. This one involves your friend Dennis Prager, Gordy Dahlman in Prescott, Wisconsin. Masked moviegoers... Mm -hmm. interrupted the showing of No Safe Spaces, the film by Prager and Adam Carolla. Really? Police officers responded to a call on uh, Friday last week when Adam Carolla and Dennis Prager's free speech film, No Safe Spaces, was interrupted by two masked men who some customers felt were looking to intimidate the moviegoers. The filmmakers are chalking up the incident to evidence as to why the movie is important in the first place. <laughs> The La Habra, California Police Department sent officers to the local Regal Theater after receiving a call that two male subjects who entered the theater for the 1.10 p.m. showing had covered their faces with bandanas. This is exactly what Prager and, and Car uh, Corolla yes. are, 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 yes. are fighting. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I'd almost go so far as to guess that if this was a setup on purpose. Maybe Corolla <laughs> arranged it. Yeah, right, um, right. Uh, yeah, Corolla did it himself. After all of the previews and ads were over and the movie was just starting, two thugs sporting hoodies, masks, sunglasses, and carrying huge duffel bags ran, not walked, up the aisle and sat at the back of the theater right behind us. They looked like bank robbers or home invasion criminals. They were trying to act scary, a moviegoer named Vanessa told Fox News. As you can imagine, I was nervous. I thought they were planning something. Uh, Vanessa and other moviegoers complained at the theater and called the cops. Uh, I want to see this film. Uh, I haven't even looked at the paper yet to see where it's showing locally. I'm sure it is showing. Right. Uh, Prager's, a, Prager's a really good thinker. He's a really sound, sound thinker. And he's a fierce, fierce opponent to this cancel culture. He's a fierce opponent of what's happening to us in this country. He's a fierce opponent of, of, of the mystery. He has friends among the left. He will tell you that, as do we all. But he's a fierce, fierce opponent of the mystery. And uh, I hope they have great success with this film. And uh, I, I agree with Gordy and Prescott that, yeah, if you're going to not even allow this film to be shown, uh, that's another reason Trump could very well get elected. Right. Mm -hmm. No Safe Spaces features commentary from a variety of Hollywood actors, scholars, academics, political figures, and media members from across the political uh, spectrum, including Van Jones, Alan Dershowitz, Jordan Peterson, Dave Rubin, Cornell West, and Tim Allen. I'm seeing uh, AMC Arbor Lakes and Imagine in Lakeville. So I, I find too it hard to That's it? Too I far for me. There's only two places that are. Really? How about Invergrove Heights? I uh, do not see that. They got about 20,000 theaters there, don't they? But I know that when they released it, it was a very limited release initially. It wasn't going to be countrywide and in all theaters, and I, I'm not sure what that reason was. I think Prager I, is on the air here locally. Yes, yeah, I think on he's the Patriot. Yeah, still on the air here. I did find uh, polling in the British election. Mm -hmm. uh, the week, within the week before, up to three days of the election, it was expected conservatives would get 339. They ended up with 365 seats, so about 40 or 25 more. And Labor was expected to get two. 31, they got 203. Good. So uh, it was... Uh, Are there any stats about voter turnout? How many people that, available yeah. to vote and how many showed up? I did not see. GLers take advantage of the great offer at EcoFund Motorsports on Highway 61 in Forest Lake, where Tim Bloom is extending the Black Friday prices to you GLers who go in and say, I hear you on the Garage Logic podcast. These prices will be available to GL listeners only. There's, a, there's an ATV selection for Christmas gifts. Ten different youth ATV, ATV models in stock, ready to go, and GLers get a free helmet with the purchase of every gas TV, uh, ATV. 100 bucks off all electric bikes. That's on top of the year-end prices. $100 off all in-stock scooters on top of the year-end sale prices. Turn every uh, errand next spring into an adventure. These scooters get 7,500 miles to the gallon. $50 off all electric balanced dirt bikes for kids. And this is on top of the Yamaha line of snowmobiles, ATVs, and crossovers. Did you say 7,500 miles to the gallon? No, no, I didn't. I said 75 to 100. 
to a hundred. Yeah, got yeah. you. You want me to put money in? Or? No, because it sounded like you said seventy five hundred. <laughs> if I did, I I'm going to deny that I did. Okay, very good. <laughs> it's like the difference between fifteen percent off and fifty percent off. I'm going to deny it. It's deny, a deny, great... deny, deny. That's right. That's right oh. Deny everything. Uh, a great Christmas shopping at uh, Tim Bloom's Eco Fun Motorsports downtown Forest Lake and Highway sixty one. EcoFunMotorsports.com. Tells me you can keep a running, baby. Joe Suchere. Yeah, nice. Well, I didn't hear it. What do you mean you didn't hear it? Hold on, hold on. You're about to hear something else. Uh, Hold on, hold on. The man who tells me you can keep a running, baby. Joe Suchere. All right, that's from Christine. Thank you. What else you got for us? Anything yet? What do you mean? Oh, I I will once rookie's done. Okay. Thank you, Christine. As a reward, Christine, I would like you to talk to your better half or almost better half and tell that guy to take you down to Jack's Cafe. Jack's Cafe is located in northeast Minneapolis <laughs> and for three generations the family knows what they're doing when they're entered. They know that you have earned your money and you, when you're going to spend that money, you want a good value, you want good ambiance, and you want a wonderful product. That's what they have at... By the I, way, did I tell you it's the rook here for Jack's Cafe, Kenny? <laughs> I resent your traditional thinking. I think Christine should take him. Okay, Christine, wow. you take your guy to Jack's Cafe. Request the GL rookie take VIP. Take, yeah. Yeah, take, take Such. Never mind take the old Joe. man. Forget take Such. <laughs> You'll get a nice four-course meal, bottle of wine included with dessert for less than $100. If you want to book your family party, if you want to book your office party, they can accommodate up to 300 people, wonderful facilities, great catering. How do you do that? You call 612-789-7297. Tell Billy that the Rook sent you. It's at 1928 University Avenue Northeast, right at 19th Avenue. And they're online at jacks, J-A-X-C-A-F-E.com. Nope, 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 $100 off all in-stock scooters on top of the year-end sale prices. Turn every errand next spring into an adventure. These scooters get 7,500 miles to the gallon. Wow! 7,500. Wow! There was a pause there. Wow! That was the dash. There was a, you know, 7,500 miles a gallon? You know what, those 7,500, it's still good. Count that, won't you? Yeah. <laughs> Name three famous Mickeys. <laughs> Mickey Mantle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Mickey Rooney. Yep, yep. Uh, Mickey Way. They take that, won't they? <laughs> Bill Murray is a jazz musician. Our friend Hank Johnson is back in the news. I told you I'm uh, uh, flush with the material today. We must dispense it as we attempt to save the United States. I seriously don't know how a fellow this stupid... Uh, can continue to represent, I think, the 4th Congressional District in Atlanta or yes, in Georgia. in Georgia, yes. Uh, Hank Johnson is the fellow who thought uh, with additional Navy personnel on Guam that the island would capsize. Well, it would flip right it over. It would flip over. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, and it, it tur- we don't anticipate that. We don't anticipate <laughs> that. But here he is. I swear I heard him all week, and then I finally saw the video. Uh, Hank is a member of the ju- judiciary community on the impeachment proceedings. And, and here, you interpret what you think Hank is saying, because I think I got it figured out. Here's Hank. He looked weak. Well, I tell you, that brings to mind the picture of President Trump and President Zelensky meeting in New York in September uh, at the UN. And a big chair for President Trump little chair for President Zelensky, big six-foot-four President Trump, 
five foot eleven, Mr. Zelensky, President Zelensky, and they're standing there, and President Trump is holding court, and he says, "Oh, by the way, no, no, uh, no, no pressure." And you saw President Zelensky shaking his head as if his daughter was downstairs in the basement, duct taped. <laughs> Holy. What? I mean, there's a imbalance of power in that relationship. It always has been. And uh, there's no way that the nation of Ukraine can stand up to the power, to the power of the United States of America. I think what he's saying is Trump should be impeached because he's taller than Zelensky. <laughs> and he was using a bigger chair. And he yes. had a bigger chair. Wow. He couldn't even say quid pro quo. No. Pressure. He's a moron. He's a complete moron. Why does he keep getting elected? I don't know. How do you get in the club? Because if you're in Atlanta, the 4th Congressional District. We're full of morons all across the board. Don't Don't get me wrong. Don't you say. He's one of many. One of many. We got to see what he's going to do next. I'm voting for him again. Right. Oh. He he actually (laughs) yesterday got a really good shot in at Matt Getz. Yes. And then he followed it with that. Yeah. He looked like a, his daughter would lock up a duck. Yeah, what, what did in that part? What did that part? I didn't get that. I, I get the like he was holding higher. her hostage, right. and oh, he had to okay. agree with the president no matter what. Johnny, he said. you were talking about the DUI thing, right? That hand, yeah, the yeah, yeah, exactly. Thing, yeah, yeah, you got him pretty good. Hank hey. Johnson is an African American, which is not stopping me from pointing out that he's a complete buffoon. Right, right. <laughs> he's a complete moron. Well, no, uh, it shouldn't. No, this is unbelievable. Frig-wong. This guy thought an island would tip over, flip over, <laughs> flip right over like a canoe. Uh, we don't anticipate. We that. don't anticipate that, sir. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't have to get up, go leave uh, the room. We don't anticipate that. But and get the laughter out of their system and then come back into the room. You did hear people laughing in the background oh, yeah. after he said the duct tape thing. And I wanted to believe that Hank was doing a bit, but this... Well, he definitely was. I mean, the no, duct tape... No, no, Kenny. No, I don't the, think he is. No, the duct tape thing, I think, was meant to be funny, wasn't it? I don't know. You've got to laugh. Yeah. But I don't think he's doing a bit. I think he's dumb enough to think an island can tip over. Yes. And he's dumb enough to think that it's unfair that Trump's taller than Zelensky. Or maybe he's laughing all the way to the bank. He is, because he makes you know he makes his good dough, and he's in that uh, parallel rail from he's the rest the club, of us. Baby. He's in the club. He has nothing to do with the rest of us. It's all he can do to get himself to that committee meeting and pontificate. <laughs> I want him to run for president. <laughs> might, be entertaining hey, if he won. Might as well. Why not? Uh, what yeah, yeah. Come on in, Hank. Yeah. What difference does it make now uh, at this point? <laughs> Jeez, Louise. Uh, the school board for district, I only, uh, I'm going to mention this for one reason, which I will explain to you. I told you I was very busy today in the mayor's office. Uh, the school board for District 191 down Burnsville Way uh, voted Thursday to close three schools due to declining enrollment within the district. Uh, I approve of this. The board approved resolutions that will close Sioux Trail Elementary, Metcalf Middle School in Burnsville, and Marion W. Savage Elementary in Savage. In November, along with falling enrollment, Administrators also pointed to low funding for the justification behind the proposal to shut down the three schools. A review found that eight schools in uh, Independent School District 191 operate under capacity. I, I applaud this. What's going to happen to the facilities? How are they going to be maintained? Are they going to be sold? Are they owned by the district? I'm um, sure they're owned they, by the district. Are they going to be rented out? But here's why I applaud what's, this. What's going to happen? Uh, here's why I applaud this. The re, the the reaction to declining enrollment in St. Paul 
has done nothing to trim the amounts of money they want right. to continue to build and improve schools. True. There is a, uh, uh, is it Indian Magnet School? What's the one I'm thinking of? Native American Magnet Native School? Native American Magnet? It wouldn't be Indian. Uh, I'll look. In 2016, the renovation of that magnet school was submitted at $21.3 million. In October of 2018, the estimate had risen to $38.3 million. And the estimate today is $53.3 million. I called some people who are in the construction business. That's not plausible. Using uh, industry standard escalations uh, in the construction business of 4%, it might have gone from 21 to about 24 million, but it's more than doubled to 53 million. And the guy uh, in charge of facilities, Tom Parent, he said this before. We hear this every year. These cost overruns are incredible. That's why I applaud what they did in Burnsville. They said, we don't have the money. And we're not going to ask, uh, ask taxpayers for more money to prop up schools that aren't filled with kids anyway. But look at where you but are. But we're doing it here. You're further away from the country's tallest buildings well, in they, an outer ring suburb like that. And does this... American Indian. American Indian school. Magnet School. I apologize. Does the decision... Um, uh, is What about the future? I mean, what if in 10 years, 5 years... They do have the students. Then you'll have the revenue to, pr- to create the schools for them. And where are those schools, those facilities going to come from? Well, there's lots of land in Burnsville. They'll find so they're going to start over and rebuild. Well, they might not. For at, all at I a, know, they're going to hang on to these three buildings. But they're smart enough to not pay to keep them running because they're not full enough. And Minneapolis does so if they not keep do a, that. So if they keep a skeleton janitorial staff in there to watch the heat and scrub the floors, the buildings can be maintained at a fraction of the cost to taxpayers of what it would be to renovate them. But For we what all, purpose? We all know what, what costs you incur with, you know, there's more than clean floors and fresh paint on the walls. There's, there's a the ro- always available mold. There's a roof. Yeah. There's a basement. There's pipes. There's everything you can possibly think of that we all know about because we own homes. And right. sure as hell didn't expect that. Well, all, all I'm telling you is in St. Paul, the reaction would have been different. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. Was, let's have another property tax bump mm-hmm. and throw untold tens of millions of dollars into these schools that are witnessing declining enrollment. Well, what are you talking about? You guys didn't go up that much as Minneapolis. There's 7% increase. Ha <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> ha, we win. <laughs> We're better than you in every way. <laughs> but your schools are losing money, too, yeah, operating yeah. at a deficit. Well, I bring up all this school stuff because I, I live really close to what was an elementary school, and it was closed for 10 years. And then they found a use for it within the school district, and it cost millions and millions and millions to refurbish it and get it back up to Mm -hmm. the standards. And that's why I'm asking all those pain-in-the-ass questions. You really are. And and (laughs) why don't you go into the business of of creating your own little firm to go around and maintain these schools? Oh, my God. Huh? Oh, Joe. million-dollar idea for you. You want in? No. Well, that's what I. Yeah, there's an initial startup fee, Joe. Uh, that's what I was going to ask, Kenny. If if it, let, let's say Burnsville does decide to sell these, who who would buy? Who right. do you sell it to? Boy, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just thinking of that one elementary by my house in South Minneapolis. Is it empty? No, it's it's being oh, it's, used now. Oh, okay. But like I said, they spent millions to get it back up to par. You're over there on Maine, right? Yeah, right. Are we going to come back with Johnny Height, the guitar-playing newsman? By the way, great uh, great reaction to yesterday oh, having I'll Stephen say, wow. C. Yeah. Anderson in here with Johnny Height. I listened to it. I got a really nice note from Billy Stein who had a good point. The beauty of uh, podcasts uh, here. Uh, Joe, yesterday's show was outstanding. I've been a big Stephen C. fan ever since my sister-in-law gave me one of his Christmas CDs. 
the wonders of podcast will let me listen to Stephen and John's great collaboration again and again. He adds, I was so glad to find out the Minnesotan was producing Mechanic Arts t-shirts. My dad went there, so the shirt will make a great Christmas gift for my brother. The folks at the Minnesotan, they're, they're getting a free ad today, aren't they? Yeah, way to go, Corey. The folks at the Minnesotan <laughs> were great to work with and helped me receive the 15% first-time order discount. I hope someday they will come out with the old-school shirt for St. Thomas when it was known as St. Thomas Military Academy. STMA does not mean St. Michael Albertville to me. Good luck and Merry Christmas, Bill Stein. I'll take that one. We'll be back with John John Haidt. Now the man that blames everything on his printer, Joe Souchere. <laughs> what the hell is that? Get that kid out of here. That's who that is. Huh? That's Hannah, your little CI oh, girl. Oh, no, that's Hannah. Yeah, okay. Jessica, I love Hannah. Uh, yeah. sent me that. Yeah. I want to everything hear it. on his printer. Wait, it's I true. Hear it again. <laughs> now the man that blames everything on his printer, yep. Joe Souchere. <laughs> well, kid, <laughs> when you're right, you're right. You're always right. right. You? You're always right. Guys, time's running out. Christmas is less than two weeks away. Get into an RF Moeller jewelry store and solve all your problems. Think of the people who have been made happy over the last 68 years by gifts from RF Moeller jewelers that become part of the family's history. They become an heirloom. They get passed down from generation to generation. And right now, RF Moeller, hey, it starts today. RF Moeller jeweler at Ford in Cleveland in St. Paul and at the 50th in France store in Edina, this starts today, has brought in an expanded selection of colored gemstone jewelry. This will run through Sunday. This means sapphires, rubies, emeralds, gemstones you likely haven't heard of, all things she will love. All colored gemstone jewelry is 15 to 25% off during these days. Visit them in Edina and St. Paul to finish your shopping. Great gift wrapping. Also, uh, you can stop into RF Moeller Jeweler in the Gavaday Common Store in downtown Minneapolis. You're going to find the gift that expresses your love. You're going to find the gift that expresses your thanks. Whether it's man or woman, child, whatever, you're going to find what you need at RF Moeller Jewelers, 50th in France in Edina. Ford in Cleveland and St. Paul, Gavaday Common in downtown Minneapolis, or rfmoeller.com. Here's hey, Johnny Height. Really quick before yeah. I forget to mention, a lot of people are sending in uh, liners, which is great. I just need to let people know I can only play them in the MP3 format from this computer because some people are sending them in and I can't play them okay. from here. All right. I don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, how in the hell do you make an MP3 at home? Is it easy? It's pretty easy. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Here, I'll do one right now. No, 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 that's fine. In news, our folks downstairs at Five Eyewitness News are reporting St. Paul Mayor Melvin Carter held a private meeting Thursday at City Hall with Shop Spotter CEO, Shot Spotter, excuse me, CEO Ralph Clark. Sources said Clark also met with St. Paul Police Chief Todd Axtell and about two dozen members of the African American Leadership Council before flying back to California late Thursday. Mayor Carter opposed spending money on ShotSpotter in his 2020 budget, and it was not included in the $636 million budget the council passed on Thursday. No one from the mayor's office has commented on the content of the meeting between Carter and Clark. It's not yet clear if it's a sign the mayor is reconsidering his position on the use of SpotShotter. SpotShotter is used by more than 100 cities, including Minneapolis, as a computer software program that identifies precise locations of gunshots 
gives police officers a chance at quicker response times to those shootings. You know, I'm so, always so quick to chide him. Maybe uh, maybe he's, he's just... come to his senses? Well, maybe. No, I, I wasn't going to put it that way. Maybe he's just doing his due diligence, you know? Maybe he's doing see his... see if it works, you mean? Yeah, just yeah. doing his job. I'll give him that. Well, is it is it merely cost the only thing that he's objecting to? Yeah, he, but well, by, he, ironically, it, he wants evidence of its of it work. Yeah, he says uh, it, it doesn't work as but, well. But but this is a, coming from a guy who has introduced twenty new plans mm-hmm. that have no means to be measured for success. Mm-hmm. Let's just see what he says and what happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're still mad. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> Minneapolis Public Schools now has an app for parents to view the location of their child's school bus. It's called. Oh my God. You don't like this? I think this is wonderful. I know a lot of parents whose kids uh, didn't show up at the bu- at the bus stop at the end of the day. You guys don't know any kids like that? Any I don't parents? Know any kids? Really? No, I do. I don't know yeah. the bus. No, it happens. Yeah. And we talk about it every year, especially yeah. the beginning of the year, where some bussy screws up and there's a kid asleep in the back of the bus. Well, I can tell you that in the St. Paul School District at a school in St. Paul, when it's bus time and you got these kinders and these first graders, yeah. it is a mess. Yeah. So if you have to deal with that, yeah. I don't know anything about it, but I know well, a person that does. Let's just finish the story. It's called Here Comes the Bus. It can be used through a computer, tablet, or smartphone. The app is powered by Sonova Bus Tracker. Parents and guardians can view the location of their child's school bus and also receive email alerts and push notifications when the bus enters a notified radius set by the parent. I was sent the alert, too, that you get on your phone. Yeah. (laughs) Can I get one of these installed in my son's uh, pickup truck? Because I worry way too much. He's on. I just want to know where he is at all times. Is there anything in here, John, about who's paying for this or if it even costs anything? Um, It doesn't uh, have anything about cost, Joe. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Uh, With HCTB, or here comes the bus, parents will be able to locate the bus before and after school get a notification when it's located near the stop, and confirm the child's bus has arrived at school and at the bus stop. Wasn't it a Flip Wilson bit? How come I can't get out of... Or no, it was... Uh, Here come the judge. Yeah, it Here was uh, Rowan Sammy and Martin. Davis Jr. It was yeah. Rowan and Martin. used to do yeah. it on Rowan and Martin. Here come the judge. Here come, Here come the, the judge. judge. Hey, I don't ride the bus, but if I did... <laughs> What a boondoggle. Wow. (laughs) You don't even get it? (laughs) All right. And what are you tweeting, by the way, that I don't know what you're talking about? Let's just move on, then. You you really don't remember. I don't ride the bus, but if I did. If I did. (laughs) I didn't know I could drive a bus? No. No. But if I did, we'll uh, we'll explain it. We'll explain it on a break. You know who was a great, great friend of Dan Rowan? I do. John D. McDonald. John D. McDonald. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Whose there books are just fantastic. I uh, I know. I, I think I told you this. I have secured every John D. McDonald book. Well, I have them all on the top shelf. I haven't read them all. I've read about five of them. All right. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't think that makes you terribly unique. On uh, on behalf of uh, Matthew and Chris, uh, who who's John D. McDonald? Who that? Oh, John D. McDonald uh, lives on a houseboat, the busted flush at, on Pier 66 in Fort Lauderdale. Well, well he doesn't. He wrote the books about I mean, uh, rack, uh, characters. Uh, <laughs> help me. <laughs> the guy. I can't his, remember. His friend right is, there on the his water. friend is uh, the hairy hoping, economist, Myers. I was hoping you'd remember. Surrounded Travis, by the McGee. Travis McGee. McGee. Travis McGee. McGee. Right. Travis McGee, McGee was uh, the Jack Reacher of the 60s. Yes. He uh, encountered people. Oh, Matt. <laughs> Matt. No. When you learn how to read, then you can talk about books. 
They're actually quite good. I enjoy them better than most of the stuff that's current that I... Uh, I reread them occasionally. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I, 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 <laughs> okay. Once you pass a reading test I give you, you'll be allowed to comment on books. Other than that, I'll, not a word. I'll take it for the third time next right. week. And Chris is the guy I loaned a book to eight years ago. He doesn't he know how to read yet. So, uh, One St. Paul resident received a note she wasn't looking for. According to the St. Paul Police Department... A woman was notified that a package was delivered to her home on Watson Avenue. When she got there from work, the package wasn't there, but the thief had left a note. The note read, So just a quick little thank you for leaving me the opportunity of stealing your package. Very nice of you. Thank you, the new owner of your package. And What's that word I what? can't say? Yeah. Wait, is it all, it's all fake, right? No, police are the ones that tweeted all this out. They uh, said, you know, with a message, don't. Leave your packages or sign for them or whatever. I've never understood this porch thievery. You don't know what you're stealing. Yeah. You yeah. don't care. That's the, You just have complete disregard for anybody else but yourself. But the majority of things people get are clothing items. That, yeah, that's true. And it, so if you get a pair of jeans at size 40, it doesn't fit. Yeah, but you, well, but electronics you, and that, you know especially UPS around Christmas. Us, UPS requested that we leave our lights on until 930. Oh, they've been they've been showing up as late as midnight. Yeah, that's how busy they yeah. are right but now. But Rook, it's not in, usually intended in that regard for self use. You're you're grabbing it, you're stealing it to sell it online. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Do you, do you turn your lights off before then, Joe? Or what do you mean? Well, I always they're leave, talking about the outside lights. Yeah, I leave my outside lights on all night. I don't. Oh. They're too hard to replace. <laughs> huh? You have to get a ladder, and it's, yeah, sometimes they're a little hard to read. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. All right then. And they all have bat. Uh, wire. You have to bring the wire out because the bats were living in my lights. I don't okay. ride yep. the bus, but if I did, dot, 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 dot. I'd, have to, I'd leave my lights on. It's still, even the horn doesn't. I have a, I have a great way how we can solve this. Is we'll bring our friend Patrick on and throw that line, and Pat will go insane. It'll be <laughs> okay, great. Okay, he'll remember. Is Pat oh, yes. joining us today? Yes, he is in about 15 minutes, sir. Update on a story we had the other day. University of Minnesota regents now have approved that salary of almost half a million bucks for President Joan Gable's first major hire, despite pushback from some members and several state lawmakers. It was an 8-4 to four vote. Rachel Croissant, dean of Michigan State University's College of Social Science, will become the U's next executive vice president and provost. Uh, she replaces retiring provost Karen Hansen. While her experience drew unanimous praise, her proposed pay... A $495,000 base salary plus another twenty grand for a professorship sparked criticism. Representative Peggy Scott from Andover criticized the board for continuing a nationwide bidding war that's driving up administrator salaries and tuition costs for Minnesota families. Uh, Mina Keon, the U's undergraduate student body president, pointed out the salary was not an issue when the school can agree to a seven-year, $33 million contract extension with football coach P.J. Fleck. Keon said she values conversations about affordability, but did not think this one was, in her words, appropriate. That provost, provost club is as good as the super club, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. House Judiciary. But, but yeah. is what she does and what that job entails, is it worth that much? I have no idea. She's like, what, vice dean, right? She's the, or not dean, but, but the it's vice president. Uh, half president. a mil. Mm-hmm. Vice president. It's right. half a mil. What are you doing? You're not putting up giant windmills. I, I, well, as I said the other day, you're not a pole climber. What it's are you tough doing? to balance all this when you you know you got football coaches making six million which, a year. Yeah, which is what the student body president pointed out. Yeah. 
Football coaches, you mean on the professional level? Oh, no, college. college. I just, I just yeah, said fine, seven, fine. Seven years, thirty. That makes sense paid. because the football program brings in generates revenue. Yeah. yeah. What in the hell is she doing? I want to see. I just applied for and got a new just, job, and I have a job but, description. But, I want to know everything she does every single day that where she can earn a half a mil. We must do something about do this something right immediately. To, to answer the look you're giving me, John, job. I'm done. Do you have the story I'm, I'm I slipped done. you? I do. Let me do it's this a, one, then I'll do that one. Dreadful, that? dreadful, uh, dreadful. A House Judiciary Committee has approved the two articles Friday morning of impeachment against President Trump. They that means Hank voted. They now go to a full house, and it was all along party lines, so uh, Democrat, Republican, uh, you, you figure it out. Charges now go to the full house for an expected vote next week. Here, a 13-year-old boy has been arrested in New York City in connection with the death of Bernard College freshman Tessa Rain Majors. What? According 13, and I think this is a trend. Uh, these kids that were on the light rail last week and uh, beating a guy to a pulp, they were teenagers. Yeah, They're time, getting younger and younger. Time to adjust the 18-year-old. You're an adult now. It might mm-hmm. have to be 16, maybe he's Well, 15. this kid was 13. But it doesn't apply to all kids. Of course not. That's so, the problem. Suspect was found with a knife and admitted to involvement in the attempted robbery and stabbing, according to a source. Teen also mentioned two other suspects and an investigation with respect to them is ongoing. Police observed the suspect Thursday in the lobby of a building near the Manhattan neighborhood where the stabbing happened Wednesday. He was wearing clothes matching the description of clothes associated with the Bernard student's killing and was picked up on suspicion of criminal trespass. The 18-year-old Majors, Tessa Majors, had been walking Wednesday night through Morningside Park when police believe she was confronted by between one to three assailants. A witness who spoke with the New York Police Department said Majors confronted by four to five males, though, according to a law enforcement This wasn't late at night. No. This was around dinner time. Yep. After the attack, she managed to stumble up a flight of stairs to street level before collapsing at a security booth near campus. A school security officer discovered there and called 911. Her cell phone was found not far from where she fell, and she did not have a purse or wallet with her, according to a hospital. Majors is believed to have been a victim of one of two robbery patterns in the area, according to a source. Why is the violence necessary? There's how many? Take your phone. There's four to five of them? Why do we have to have the violence? Good question. That's the story you gave him, Such? Yeah. Jeez. Thanks, Buzzkill. No, I, I just I think it's important to note that the, the of what's going 13 on. Year old. Exactly. Yeah. And 13 it's not year old. obviously not just here, it's everywhere. Veteran film actor Danny Aiello, known for his roles in Do the Right Thing and The Godfather Part Two, has died. Uh, I did not realize he was this old, but it makes sense. He was eighty-six. Yeah. I didn't realize Barnard was in New York. Yeah. I didn't know that. What role did he play in Godfather Two, Johnny? Uh, he was uh, one of the the one of the mafia guys. You might remember him because he uh, used the line Michael Corleone says hello. Oh, that guy. That sure. Guy. Uh, the veteran of stage and film got his big break in the early seventies in the Robert De Niro led baseball drama Bang the Drum Slowly. However, he's perhaps best known for his role as Sal the Pizza Guy in Spike Lee's 1989 oh, film yeah. Do the Right Thing, for which he earned an Oscar nomination for Best Supporting Actor. Uh, he was uh, in Godfather 2, as we said, played Tony Rosato, the man who said Michael Corleone says hello. Other credits, Fort Apache, the Bron- uh, Bronx, Once Upon a Time in America, the Purple Rose of Cairo, Hudson Hawk, and Moonstruck. He's survived by his wife, Sandy Cohen, and their three kids. His son, Danny Aiello, the third, who was a stuntman, uh, died of pancreatic cancer in 2018.
10. Joe, you talk about the youth of America now. Uh, according to this Wikipedia page, at the, you don't make them like this anymore. At the age of 16, he lied about his age Who to did? enlist in the U.S. Army. Danny Ayello. <laughs> and served for three years. And then just came back and was a member of society. I got, uh, I don't want to bring you guys down, but this is one of the saddest don't stories. Don't worry, we're already there. We're there. I've yeah. ever run across. Right. A bloody fist fight between two drunken Wisconsin men was triggered by an argument over the TV comedy How I Met Your Mother, according to the criminal complaint. <laughs> that is an awful show. That's just, that's sad. That was John. one of the that's worst sad, shows John. on TV. Police say the brawlers... Is this where the car talk? The, the car was the guy's mother? No, this is no. a bunch... It's, oh. it was, it's, it's a rip-off of Seinfeld and a rip-off of Friends. and All mixed it's, together. Yeah, yeah, it's all that same formula. The car awful. was the guy's mother. Wasn't there some talking car? That was My in mother, the 50s. The car. That was in the 50s. My mother, you showed no, your it wasn't age, in the Joe. 50s. No, would have been in the 70s, maybe. My mother, the My car. My mother, the car. Oh, yeah. We got a hunt? Got a hunt on this I'm one? A, I, I got a hun that says it wasn't in the 50s. Car 54, where are you? That car was 54, 60s. where are you? That was 60s. I got a hun that says my mother, the car was not in the 50s. Well, you just, no, well, no. Oh, no I, I'm going to say it's not in the 70s. How's that? Was out? Uh, first episode dated it September 14th, 1965. Oh, 60s. Hell of a run. Final episode was April 5th of 1966. There we go. Pay, what show Pay up, newsman. My mother, the car. Wasn't it Dick Van Dyke? No. Yes. Yeah. No. It, what? What? Pay yes. up, newsboy. Uh, Jerry. You Jerry. Oh, Jerry. 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 I knew it was yeah. Van Dyke. Yes. Yes. Close yep. enough. Yep. We yep. didn't bet, Kenny. You, I said it wasn't 70s. You owe him. I said not 70s. You want to be done now? No, because this story gets worse. All right. Police. Oh, really? oh I, yeah, the start of TV show. Police say the brawlers, of course, attended the Packers game Sunday afternoon. Sure. Oh, my God. Drove to a bar afterwards where they continued to drink. After returning to their SUV, they got into an argument and began trading blows. The men eventually exited the vehicle and began trying to flag down passing cars. <laughs> that brought them to the attention of the Rock County Sheriff's Office. Oh, no. A uh, deputy encountered them at about 12.45 a.m. Monday. Wow. <laughs> Driver Alan Hushka, 33, appeared extremely intoxicated, struggling to keep his balance. Hushka, who had difficulty answering questions, had abrasions to his face. One eye was swollen and nearly shut, and his shirt and pants were covered in blood. Hushka claimed that his pal Brian Hayward became, quote, a little feisty. <laughs> Hayward, who'd also appeared drunk and had a fresh bruise on his neck, explained to police that the men had been arguing about how I met your mother while they were driving. They started, a, started hitting Hold each other beer. in the car. <laughs> while I beat your ass. <laughs> what, uh, reporting isn't what it used to be. Yeah. Do we know what the... A central point of the argument was. I don't. I Shoot. It was probably one of those, uh, it's a great show, no, the show sucks. Right. Although, although, uh, when a cop asked Kushka if he and, and Haywood had been arguing about the television show, he laughed and replied, yes, we love that show. So they both well, must like it. <laughs> I unfortunately know enough about that show uh, where I know that one of the characters was from Minnesota and the female, the tall one, was from Canada, I believe. And that's all I know about that's, that show. That's interesting. It was Neil Patrick Harris, <laughs> Jason Siegel, Colby Smulders, and Allison uh, Hannigan. Well, all right, uh, thank, you. Doogie Howser. thank you. Thank you. I don't yeah. know how my mother, the car, failed, though, when the first episode 
summary is, <laughs> while perusing the car lot, Dave Crabtree discovers that his mother, Gladys, yep. has been reincarnated as a junky old Porter automobile. Right. So he buys her, brings her home, much to dismay of both his wife and the eccentric car collector, Captain Manzini. Isn't that but so how a, could that But happen? in defense of uh, TV shows like that, at the same time frame, you had one about a witch, one about a genie. You had a Nazi concentration camp. Yeah, it's yep. Very which was a time. comedy. Which was a comedy. A comedy. Let's return okay. in a moment. Ricey here with the Canopy Group Facts. Number one, the Canopy Group writes more new business in one month than a captive insurance agent writes in three years. How is that possible? Let's share other facts to answer that question. Number two, the Canopy Group offers 16 different insurance companies, not just one. Number three, the Canopy Group offers combined single limit coverage, not split limit coverage. Number four, the Canopy Group offers only one one deductible at claim time, not two or three or four or more. Number five, at renewal, the Canopy Group shops your insurance with their 15 other companies every year. Captives can't do this because they have only one company. So if you have your insurance with one of the captive agents, remember they don't have any other options for you. Call 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com. Pat, they have something planned for you, and I don't know what it is. So, All right. Well, I, I'm ready. Earlier yeah. in the show, Kenny, I'll let you deliver the punchline. Earlier in the show, Joe had a, a bus story uh, that he was talking about on Garage Logic, and throughout the course of conversation, Kenny and I went with. Uh, it, I don't ride the bus. But if I did, dot, dot, dot. Do you recall those uh, famous words? Uh, no, no, I don't. Oh, because it, it brought so much joy to your heart. Uh, he used to do an endorsement for oh, a bus company. Bus. Yeah. And he'd start the ads with, I don't ride the bus myself, but if I did. And every time cheap-ass right county people. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And every time he'd do that ad, the other side of the glass, we'd all look at each other and go, how much you got in your checking account right now? How you, how you doing? <laughs> but the best part about that ad, Roycey, the best part about that ad when Joe would do those is Rookie brilliantly would put the bus horn sounder at the end, and one day Rook forgot to do it. We go to the next spot and joe goes hey bleep bleep you forgot the horn <laughs> like like it was part of the I ad it was part like, of the ad the good old days boys right. i don't ride the bus right. but if, but if I, I did so roycey i remember I, I remember on monday last monday you were in here i i said uh, i was going to stick around because i had a topic but then i forgot the topic i remember the okay. topic going home and i don't know if you to even want to talk about it publicly, um, but for some reason, oh, Reavers, you threw up a tweet about some of the great fights we've had in history, sure. um, yeah. like Ali, Frazier, Joe well, versus iPhone. Yeah, and one of them was uh, Sushere versus somebody, and I thought the story I'd really like to hear on the air, and maybe you'd have to get Bud Grant on this, is <laughs> Sid 
versus Jim Klobuchar. Are any of you, would either one of you two care to talk about that? that, that, that or has enough time oh, not they, passed? I don't think they ever exchanged blows. They didn't exchange they blows. Oh, they didn't, They just no. couldn't stand each other. Oh, right? see, I oh. thought it came, they were throwing hands no, down no. in the parking oh, lot. No, no. No. That was Klobuchar and Louis Green, the mean old... Uh, oh, so there was a fight. Yeah. Uh, Louis Green was the mean old uh, slot man when I was a copy boy back in the 50s at uh, the ordinary old SOB, man. Well, it wouldn't have been in the 50s. It would have been in the 60s. No, 60s, 60s, yeah. And if, you know, when I was a copy boy, when I came in, I was, like, at the bottom of the rug, so I was the lowest form of human life because I couldn't do anything right. I can top that. Else, I can top that. Then somebody else came in, and he said, why don't you be more like Ricey, you jackass? <laughs> I can top that, Pat. Yeah. First day. At the Tribune, okay. nervous yeah. as a wreck, and it's just, and mm-hmm. and I was summoned downstairs to where the trays of type were set. Oh yes, right? right. And it turns out it was a distant relative of my wife's family who set this up, who worked at the okay. Tribune, and so they got me down there, and they said, oh, "You're the new guy upstairs, huh?" I get yeah yeah. Well, come over here, smart kid. You think you do all the work up there? This is where we put the paper out here, pal. This is how it's done. This is how this type. Now get in there and close and look at it. And as I did, one guy took his knee and upset the tray, and they accused me of delaying the paper. It can't run now. We can't run the paper, you idiot. Wow. You just spilled everything. Wow. It was all a setup. It was oh all a setup. Love it. Oh. There, there were dozens of trays of uh, hot metal. You know, right. Was down there, so it was, and he yeah, gives it the knee. <laughs> oh, scared the hell out of me. Klobuchar oh, is still crazy. with us, though, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's got to oh, be yeah. in his mid-90s, yeah. too. He is. Uh, I, think he just put, I just think he just hit 90s. Okay. But, uh, but uh, yeah, they, uh, those printers were beautiful, man. We used to oh. go down here. We'd have these screaming profane yep. arguments with each other, and then we go across the street and drink. Right. <laughs> oh, that sounds like show prep for GL. Yeah. <laughs> great, What's on your sporting mind, son? I don't have a sporting I got here's what I here's my complaint. All right. <laughs> every other week recycling. Well, okay. in our town it's every week. Yeah. Right? No. Well, our, well, in Golden Valley it's every other week. So some dummy in the neighborhood puts out the recycling can at 6.30 in the morning, right? Yeah. So then we all say, God, I thought it was last yes. week. Yes. But, but, I yeah. can't, but I can't not get it out. What, what if it's three weeks if I don't uh, get it out? It'll be three weeks. Yes. So we all have our cans sitting out there in the snow. There's no recycling. <laughs> some doors, four doors down, push this out there. Not remembering, and now we all got our cans out there waiting for the truck that's never going to come. Why don't they either do it every week or never at all? That's yeah. what I say. Well, we got it every week. Well, then at least you can remember. We don't have it. Well, that's we because we, the city handles your garbage. They do a fine job no, with it. No, 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 no. <laughs> hey, see, by the way, Gold Valley's going to that, too. They're only going to have four. You're only four companies yeah. are going to be approved, and you're going to basically have to take whoever they give you. So. I do have a, some sports questions, if you don't mind. All right. <laughs> uh, did the Twins accomplish anything at the winter meetings? <laughs> no. Yeah. 
They got Lavelle hammered about three times. (laughs) I called him up yesterday and I said, when I went out to these winter meetings and wasted the company's money making up BS every day about what they might do, at least when they got the cheap Rule 5 draft, I'd get some $25,000 slump that we could uh, write about that they acquired. You didn't even get a Rule 5 drafty yesterday, you know. You went out in San Diego. That couldn't have been cheap. No, we, no. We spent three thousand dollars to do nothing. Might as well put it in a pile and burned it. Yeah. <laughs> no, they didn't do anything. And every time they, every time they leak out the info that they're interested in this guy and interested in that guy who's going to be horribly expensive, they just made themselves. They make themselves look like dummies. Yeah. So. They're not. Uh, I'm not saying they don't know what they're doing, but the fact that they're out there acting like they're uh, they're uh, going going, uh, you know, going to go big. We we all know better. You know what? What will this Garrett Cole signing do to baseball? <laughs> That's it. I don't well, understand I think, it. I think what it does is here's how it's is that baseball. A guy like Jose Barrios, right? Yeah. Who's what entering his fourth year? You'd probably like to give him maybe a four-year contract. You, you still got him locked up for three more years, right? Right. You could give him a nice little, you know, maybe a contract that carries beyond free agency a year or two. Now they're thinking, you know, twice as much money to do that today as it would have cost a week ago. Isn't that something? Isn't yeah. that? That Cole, that's a million bucks a start. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah, it's uh, it is uh, it's, it's, it's amazing. Scott Boris, man. Yep. Scott oh. Boris got what two forty five, two forty five, and three twenty four mm-hmm. <laughs> for three clients. And you wonder why? Uh, I told the guys this yesterday about the famous uh, George Brophy, Jim Rantz, Scott Boris story from nineteen eighty two. And I told you this. This, this is another. What, you got the sounder there, Rook? The, uh, uh, I, I, another story you've heard before? I have that for uh, Monday. I don't have it ready yet. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Boris's first client was Tim Belcher, who was the number one overall draft choice for the Twins. And Brophy and he were screaming at each other. You know, Brophy would get the, that red Irish rear yep. end and go crazy. And he'd <laughs> tell Boris what a horse crap baseball player he was and what a horse crap human being he is and all this stuff and screaming at the top of his lungs and slams down the phone and they're in the metrodome so they have new you know like a new secretary there and right stuff, you know. and she goes to rance and says uh hey uh Mr. Is Mr. Brophy okay? And Rand says, "I ah, was just talking to his wife." <laughs> <laughs> but Boris, uh, what is it? Uh, Thirty, damn near forty years later, he's still the genius of a baseball agent. Yeah. that's for sure. Are, Are you, you paying any attention? About, Go ahead. How about your hockey team? Six goals. Yeah, that's and rare. That's a rare that's night. That's that's a Donato's going nuts. Yeah. Donato scored every game. Sucker. They, uh, you know, when you play at Edmonton, you get the, oh, it had to be a hell of a game last night because you got to see McDavid and uh, you got to see a win. How many, how many teams from each conference make the playoffs? Eight? Uh, eight. Well, they're in eighth place right already, now with 35 points. Oh, I keep telling you, there'll be a week to go, and there'll be two points out or two points in. Yep. There'll be five of them for two spots. Are you paying any attention to the President's Cup golf? 
Yeah, I was a little disappointed. I loved the U.S. choke going on last night, and yeah. then they made those two putts to, to get alive, and they'll probably win now because they got a lot of nobodies playing for the uh, for the uh, world team. But, yeah, but Tiger's uh, playing I, well. Tiger is playing well. Yeah, he, he's hitting it good. Yeah, yeah. He is, he's not hitting. He's not hitting his driver crooked, and uh, that's uh, that's uh, you know I think that's what screwed him up. Also, his distance on his approach shot yeah. is fantastic, too. He looks healthy, that's for yeah. sure. He must be taking some illegal drug. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Patrick, I know how much of a fan you are of the NBA on TNT set with Shaq, Charles, and the crew. Mm-hmm. Tell me you saw the clip online of Shaq telling the story of Stevie Wonder seeing him in the hotel lobby. <laughs> Oh, it's just brilliant. So then people created memes of other things that Stevie Wonder saw with Chuck commenting on it. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, That's why the boys yesterday asked me if I thought that Stevie Wonder was blind or not. Okay. Yeah, I I didn't know. No, I missed that. Okay, you have to go check it out. It's very, very funny. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Charles like loves having Shaq on the set with him because he makes Charles look small. Yeah. <laughs> He's four bills now he's an ounce. Yeah. Patrick, wow. thank you. All right, gents. All right. We'll uh we'll be back, huh? in the business. We'll miss you. It is Friday. Get out to Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo for your uh, weekend grilling needs. Spencer has just added beef brisket, bacon, and blue cheeseburgers, and that's on top of these recent additions. Choice bone-in and boneless prime rib roasts, double-smoked hams, choice tenderloins, smoked salmon, lamb chops and roasts, and pickled herring. I love herring. Here's what you're going to do. Put together a gift box. Call Grunhofer's at 651-426-2800. Have them run down the list what you want in that gift box. What a great, great gift, especially if you're traveling over to grandma's or uh, your aunt's or whatever. You bring them the gift box of meat. You better throw in some of those brats. Grunhofer's is noted for them. 130 different flavors of lean pork brats, which must be grilled, not boiled, but really some sensational new items right now available. Beef brisket, bacon and blue cheeseburgers, and uh, that's t- on top of the choice bone-in, boneless prime rib, double-smoked hams, choice tenderloin, smoked salmon, lamb chops, and roast pickled herring. Gift boxes. Put in your order. 651-426-2800. Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats on Highway 61 at the north end of Hugo. The continuing decay, decay of culture is as follows. Transgender writer for New York Times rips conservatives who don't view Rudolph as the queerest holiday special ever. Oh, I'd never thought about it. Oh, how? How is it queer? Right. Well, we're going to get to it. How, okay. We're going to get to it. Rudolph was just recently. Uh, uh, didn't someone rip into Rudolph because it was uh, uh, portrayed bullying? Bully. Yes, yeah, well, was a this, this is different. Uh, Jennifer. Finney Boylan, 
a transgender opinion writer for the New York Times, uh, has written that uh, Rudolph is the queerest holiday special ever and notes that it is a as LGBTQ friendly to me as any episode of Queer Eye or Steven Universe or The L Word. And she wrote, there's plenty of queer code in Christmastown. Donner's Cave, for instance, causing Donner a curiously <laughs> profound mortification. What? I don't know. I don't Donner's know. Cave sounds pretty funny for, uh, you know, are you, are you heading up to Donner's Cave tonight? <laughs> Fake nose. Prospector. <laughs> I always and, uh, equated. Me and Frank are going over to Donner's Cave. I always while. equated Donner's Cave with the, uh, cave with the Donner Don, party. Yeah. Don, that, oh, that's yes. how I always. Yes. Prospector Yukon Cornelius' sexuality doesn't enter into the plot, but in a scene that was deleted from the 1964 original, we learned that even though he claimed to be searching for silver... silver Reavers, what is wrong? <laughs> what is wrong with him? He has to leave. He's God almighty. He, he's lost control. <laughs> we learned... Where was I? Cornelius. Yukon uh, Cornelius. Deleted in fact, he was looking for a peppermint mine. Well, why is that? No further questions. Your Honor. You and know, then there's Hermie the Elf, yes, beautiful and blonde, yeah. where all the other elves resemble bulbous-nosed Vulcans. All oh. he wants is to be able to be himself, right. a dentist, instead of being forced to toil in Santa's soul-crushing toy factory. What's eating you, boy, his boss asks. Oh, nothing, Hermie explains. I just don't like to make toys. His boss roars at him and says, not happy in my work, I guess. He says, oh, Hermie, tell me about it. Uh, Sounds like he wants to pull With teeth the, in Donner's cave. Jeez, uh, you guys. I'm sure the con- conservatives who love this old holiday chestnut will be infuriated by this suggestion, Boylan writes. But if you watch the show without understanding that its central conflict is the way people who are different are constantly shunned and humiliated, well, I don't know what show you're watching. What is wrong with these mentally ill people? Well, are you sure? That maybe... Um, it's the trans she, she, person. She, this, she? this trans person is completely reimagined and power washed Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer right. but, as, a, as an example of, of absolutely queer friendliness, which but, I doubt the authors wait, had in mind. Wait, 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 wait. I'm going back to my own experience, and I was about probably 30 years old before I realized that there might be a chance that Liberace likes guys. <laughs> so maybe we're just dumb, dumb heteros. <clears throat> Maybe she's right. Why can't the show just be accepted in the art form that it is? I always wondered about that dentist. I mean, I understand you don't want to make toys, but really, you want to be a dentist? Somebody's going to eat. It's got to be something else. Up at the North Pole. I I just, I'm I'm at a loss. Are we going to have to cancel Christmas? Here are some readers who agreed with Boylan. Thank you for your opinion piece. Our family watched Rudolph last weekend with our transitioning nine-year-old. The subtext you described nearly screamed its existence out to me. The kids looked at me and said, Mom, you're crying. It's going to be okay. Although they may have not gotten it, I sure did. I guess I'm going to... Has it aired already? Yeah, I think yes, it, ran, it, has. it ran. Last <clears throat> Will it air again? I, I guess don't, I don't. Know. I make a point. I of, can't watch this I, now. I, it's I, ruined. It's been power washed. Yeah. Well, I make a point of not watching it, Such, because I think it's... There's somebody really scary in it. Is this the snowman? The abominable. abominable. Yeah, I've, yeah, I have nightmares for weeks after uh, I see the snowman. But he's nothing yeah. without his choppers. Oh, and that's where the dentist figures mm-hmm. in. Right, right. Because he fixes the bad too. the teeth. The point of this is one of the reasons culture isn't a free fall is because the progressive left can reimagine tradition. Mm-hmm. They can reimagine convention. They can make it into whatever they want. You can watch any 
Christmas show. You can watch Charlie Brown's Christmas, <clears throat> and I'm sure that a knucklehead like this could completely reinterpret it. Uh, Charlie Brown was bullied or... Yeah, completely power washed. Well, of course he was. Yeah. That Lucy with the football? Right. Yeah. Oh, my word. Yeah, but the football doesn't come up in Charlie Brown's Christmas. My point is... The progressive left has no <laughs> respect. Yeah, has no respect for history. None. They're going to completely reinvent it until it's completely meaningless. How about the show has different meanings for different people? Okay, Mister Sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> How about you throw on the cowboy outfit and we'll go over to Donner's Cave? Yeah. Uh, Y'all know who Representative Rashida Tlaib is? Isn't she sure. part of the squad? Yes. She is, yeah. And you're aware of this horrible attack the other day in Jersey City? Yes. Yep. Uh, which she blamed on white nationalism, uh, apparently uh, apparently unaware um. that the murderous terrorists were black Hebrew nationalists. <laughs> Whoops. Mm-hmm. It's right there in the newspaper. This is heartbreaking. Right. One minor detail. This is heartbreaking, uh, she tweeted. White supremacy kills. Well, it's since wow. been deleted because the moron didn't even know. What was going on? Did you on? guys see? There's a very scary update to that story. The two uh, people also shot into what's called a shul, S H U L, which is a Jewish uh, place where the uh, kids are taught and stuff. They shot into there before going into that store. Yeah. There were 50 kids upstairs. And at they the didn't shul. get anybody. Oh, wow. Didn't know. Yeah. <clears throat> oh. Well, it shows you how quickly the likes wow. of Tlaib uh, join the rail of the parallel universe uh, to the point where she's just totally unaware of the news. Her knee-jerk, progressive, mysterious reaction to this, well, it had to be white people. Yeah. Well, no, it was black people, you moron. That's all I had to say about that. I'm now thinking about all the other cartoons that I enjoyed as a youth from the point of view of a gay guy or a lesbian. And my the first one comes to mind because it's been re-airing a lot r- r- lately uh, is Fred and Barney. Well, what did they have going on? Fred and Barney spent a lot of time together. Yeah. Uh, kind of scantily clad. Yeah. You go. know they didn't have bottoms on under those togas. Right. <laughs> wow. Meeting down with those funny hats. He's you know, co- the, the water buffalo hats. <laughs> the, yeah, the buffalo. Yeah, the, what were they doing behind the closed doors? He's putting his stuff away. Right. <laughs> I have. Can I mention one thing that Patrick talked about? You may. Uh, may I? I'm sorry. Uh, he talked about Scott Boris, so I started, I looked to see people that he uh, is the uh, representative of. He's who, been doing okay. Who have signed this year already? Yeah, yeah. Cole, Rendon, Strasburg, and Moustakis. That's $878 million between what all of them. What do you think them. he gets, 10%? He, well, he also has, he still has Ryu, the pitcher, lefty, who will get some money. <laughs> Castellanos, the infielder, outfielder, who will get some money. And Keiko, who will get some money. So it'll be well over $1 billion. Uh, so let's say he gets 5%. Yeah. That's $50 million just on those contracts. And I bet he gets more than 5%. He probably does, yeah. If he gets 10 Why would you need an agent? America. Well, you do, no, I think you do need an agent because the agents are Why the one that's... Why give Boras 10% of your $300 million be, contract? Because he's going to get you paid. And, and he's the one doing all the negotiating so you can sit in your, in, he at your house and not do anything. He also had both of A-Rod's $300 million contracts. Yeah. Way he's he's done all right. Yeah. Bryce Harper's Probably, uh, 300 million last year. Get one so you don't end up doing a podcast. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like doing the podcast. So do, so do I, Joe. Yeah. I'm just, so, so do I, Joe. I like yeah. doing I'm it. Just he's ribbing. having a laugh. I'm ribbing you. You're just terribly uncharitable I hope today. it's never canceled. If I. I don't ride a bus. <laughs> if I, but if, if I, I did, did. Oh. <laughs> now it's all coming back to me. Yep, and I yep. can see how you all had a laugh. I uh, <laughs> I will pass one routinely on two twelve because that that transit line runs out by out my way. Client we has it called Southwest. Southwest Transit, yes. Yeah. And I will it's probably always, a great service. There are, I have used it before. It's a great bus line. Yeah. 
And uh, but I always think of that line every <laughs> single time I see one of those buses. <laughs> Don't ride a bus. But if I did, <laughs> Suchi hey, boy here. Suchi style. Hey, dumb bleep. Yeah. You forgot to put the horn in. <laughs> Hey, uh, also, don't forget the uh, the new Garage Logic skill on Alexa. And the gear store. And the gear store is available at garagelogic.com. Thank you again to Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores for their continued support of the show. They still got a lively Christmas tree lot going at Fratelloni's. Yeah. Wait, come on, get your tree. Get Let's go. Get going here. Let's go here. It's amazing to me how many people bring their dogs when they get a Christmas tree. It's almost as though the, they need the dog's approval for a specific tree. What's it going to do? Bark <laughs> at one? I don't know. They At, at Fratelloni's uh, last weekend, I saw 10 people looking at Christmas trees. They each had a dog in their arms. Huh. <laughs> so I they're asking the dog, I guess. What do you think? I haven't been up Whoa. to the, uh, the special lot. I haven't seen the, oh, uh, the, the, the procurements yeah. in, the, in the back room. Yeah. That's... Don't you have a shift? I'm going to pull a shift there, yeah. Oh, All right. I'll need to call Uber. Yeah. <laughs> GarageLogic.com. Merry Christmas! <laughs> I'm all done. You're done. I can do it now. We didn't have to cancel.